So, a woman from Missouri is apparently suing the insurance company known as Geico for a million dollars after contracting an STD during sex in a car that was insured by the company. And I have to admit, I am wondering how it is that she's going to take her defense to court and be like, So, your honor, I I was getting fucked in a car and... and because the car had had a previous accident and it was insured by Geico, so the AC should have been working, but their mechanic didn't do a good job. Like, it was very warm and it allowed the HPV virus to, like, exist in my body for a little bit after I got fucked. Because, you know, warm environments are good for HPV and shit. And before it got into my body, it was, like, around the car and the car should have been insured and it should have been clean. And, and, and I think Geico should have done a much better job of, like, making sure this car is in its best condition. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I don't know how it is that white people come up with this shit. Honestly, I just don't. I I could not see how it is that this would make sense and why it is that she'd push for this shit. Because, like, HPV is sex. Not unless if you're fucking the car. I don't know, maybe you decided to pleasure yourself with a gear selector before you hopped right back on that dick. Like, maybe that would at least give it some sort of, like, liability to the insurance company for, you know giving you a fucked up car that carried the virus on a gear shifter of which that's not even the insurance company's fault like i'm not usually one to turn against my fellow man and you know support a business usually it's the other way around but this is one of those times and i kind of have to go that way because how is it that this guy isn't the one being sued but it's the insurance company that's being sued like the insurance company didn't fuck you but you're screwing them like that seems a bit odd but here's the worst part. It's not the first time she's doing it. It's actually the second. This is the second time she's going after these guys, not just for any car, but this same car and this same situation. The first time she did it was in around late 2017, early 2018 there. And I kid you not, she actually walked away from this case successful. They actually chose to settle it out of court. I think Geico's PR guys decided, you know what, fuck this shit, let's pay her off. And they gave her $5.2 million. $5.2 million. And now she's coming back asking for a mill. Like, is it that she blew the money? How the hell would it justify her coming back and asking for an additional $1 million US? Because I'm sure with $5.2 she should be good. She'd have probably fixed her vagina real good at that point. Hell, she could have even gone for a sex change and not had HPV ever again. But anyways, that is besides the point. I know nothing about reproductive health or insurance. What I do know is the podcast that I am presenting on, which I should probably start. And usually, I have a typical way in which I start. And in typical fashion, I usually start like this. Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one Break Time podcast, coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who may not have had sex in a car, probably because I can't fit in them shits because I'm tall as fuck nowadays. He's a man who likes his women the same exact way he likes his yogurt. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Battle of the Sexes, our weekly love, sex, and relationships show, where I get to talk about concepts that I have no idea on how to deal with, like, I don't know, marriage. 
you know some people get pissed off a bunch of people don't agree with me but usually there's a conclusion at the end and sometimes it's actually a good one and a huge thank you to each and every one of you that chooses to listen that chooses to you know hop on give a review you know send some love in the dms and for those of y'all that haven't done so I always take compliments, I always take feedback, I like to discuss stuff after the fact. So y'all can hit me up on the DMs on IG which is at Breaktime on Westside. On Twitter you can also hit me up at BagakaTheD is my personal Twitter handle. You know, reach out. If it's tweets you want me to discuss, send them right there. If it's topics you'd like us to discuss, send them right there. If it's compliments, send them right there as well. If you think I did a shit job, send it right there as well. I'll probably be able to ignore it from there and, you know, at least appreciate the fact that somebody considers my work to be shit. But that said, we should move it on to our main topic of today. But before we get to that, I want to talk about Tony Braxton for a little bit. Actually, wait, nope, 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 sorry, wrong Braxton. It's not Tony, it's actually Tamar Braxton. Now, Tamar Braxton has come into the spotlight for something that she said online a couple of days ago which I found to be particularly interesting. A bunch of babes are sharing it online. And well, it features a topic that I feel is so washed out, I do not even want to discuss it. But because a bunch of people were sharing it and they were siding with her, I figured, you know what, let me try and put this situation to rest. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little tired of it, but you know, I might as well bring it back. She says, and I quote, Is there something wrong with me not wanting to go half with the dude? I don't mind paying for both of us sometimes, but I'm not going half none of the time. It's a total turn off for me. Do y'all guys think going half is sexy? Maybe I'm old school, but that ain't it. What y'all think? End quote. Now, I saw this on a bunch of people's stories and I saw a bunch of people, you know, in her comment section, busy, you know, cheering her on and agreeing with her. And honestly, I... I didn't really think that this should be something that I should really discuss on the podcast because hell, anyways, like even in real life, if you were to tell me this, I'd probably just look at you and be like, okay. But in this case, I think there's something else that we need to discuss under all of this. And it's that whole bit of saying sometimes, because a lot of times I see women, I hear women, you know, I talk to some of my female friends and they will say this thing of, or I don't mind paying for us sometimes. And they usually think that if I'm going to be in a long-term relationship with a guy, he's going to handle the bills 99% of the times and maybe 1% if it's a day when he's forgotten his wallet or some shit, then you'll be okay to pay for it. But usually, I think with reality, I'm seeing as though that's a little bit more of a lie that they're being told from the past or a lie they're telling themselves than the reality of what's happening right now because it's not uncommon to find that the woman is the one that's bringing the bread home and the guy is not earning at the time so are you telling me that if this sometimes stretches on beyond say two three months you won't be able to stick in the relationship are you telling me that if if you having to be the one that handles the bills goes on for one two x number of years then you won't be able to chill in the relationship because now it's a turn off because he's not bringing in the money so you're not turned on by him like it it does bring in that question and i feel like it's something that people should probably look to discuss because there's a lot of women that are looking towards getting married because of this kind of financial security where it's like they'll almost never have to use their money. And the reality of it is there's a chance when they might have to use their money to support the entire family for a bit of a while. 
and i don't think a lot of babes are ready to do that i don't think a lot of babes are ready and willing to actually make that kind of sacrifice although that aside can we go back to tamara braxton for a little bit she's not exactly the youngest babe that we have around and I don't think the caliber of guys that she'll be aiming for will ever really think to split a bill. So why is it actually something that she's coming to discuss? Because like this is a woman who's what, 44 years old? And from the minimal research I did, I found that she ended her relationship with her former spouse in what, 2019? So she could be in the dating market right now. Now, a 44-year-old, I'm guessing she's probably aiming for some guy in her 50s going up. Not unless if she's aiming down for younger guys. Now, guys who are 50 going up, these guys are mostly old school. These are people who were born in the 70s going back. And so these guys understand the old school idea of dating and being a gentleman. So they'll probably be handling the bill 99.9999% of the time. So her talking about this and she's in her position is almost like me talking about how I'd want Oprah to arc it while I hit it from the back and I pull her hair. Like... It's not like it'll be something that I'll actually get to experience. And anyways, if she was going to go for a younger guy who's in his, I don't know, early, mid, late 30s or even 20s and shit, then she'll probably be the one who's handling the bill because, well, she's older. So she's had, I don't know, maybe give or take like 20 years of prior experience making money. So she should probably be doing a little bit better than I am. So why the fuck should I pay a bill that me and this 44-year-old are, you know, enjoying ourselves with? Like, I can get that, you know, having the money can give a certain amount of dominance and power and shit. But if she's the older one, she's probably going to be paying that bill 99% of the time. You know, unless it's some guy that's really, really into older women. Because technically, she's hit the wall. Like, she's rammed through that wall so hard, it looks like a G-Class commercial from the 2000s. So I don't see why it is she's saying it as if she'll actually experience it. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying this to discredit what she said. I do think that, you know, this is a particularly interesting viewpoint and it's it, it's a pretty good opinion to have. But at the same time, you know, she's not exactly going to experience it. But for the sake of the opinion, I do think that it's not a bad opinion to have. I don't think that, you know, believing in this is particularly bad. It's just that if you're talking about a first date, then I can't know that we'll be doing this for a while. So maybe for some people splitting the bill is okay with them like i said a couple of episodes ago for some guys that's their way of self-preservation just the same way with some babes it's their way of being self-serving but either way it's entirely up to you and how you choose to do it but that being said we should probably move it on to our main topic of today and i need to go back to instagram for a little bit because I've been scrolling through stories quite a while this past week and there was this very interesting post that I saw which which really really hit home and it was on arranged marriages. It was actually just a very simple question. Would you consider an arranged marriage instead of spending all this time and energy and still not finding quote unquote the one? And this was a particularly interesting question because there's men that are complaining that there's no women to marry or you know there's no women that are wife material nowadays and there's lots of women that are complaining that there's guys that you know aren't wife material nowadays and wait sorry 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 husband material husband material sorry i had a slight dash of feminism for a little bit yes husband material you know there's lots of women that are 
clearly saying that you know there's guys that aren't husband material nowadays and it made me think about it because i've actually spoken to the favor of arranged marriages before you know to the dismay of some people and i've spoken about how sometimes arranged marriages can even seem better than our regular marriages nowadays while we go and we select the partners ourselves and i figured you know how about i actually explain why because when you think about it arranged marriages don't get such a good rep nowadays it makes it look as though y'all are gonna be paired up with somebody that you don't particularly like that you probably just look at and you find to be bland and uninteresting and you know you guys are forced into it and you guys get married and you just have kids and you don't live a good life and that's somebody that you love that you'll still look at from like the other side of the road and you won't get a chance with them which i think is utter bullshit it's partially true but it's utter bullshit to a pretty huge degree because arranged marriages are how a lot of communities back in the day actually used to survive hell even when you look at a lot of the communities that embrace polygamy uh especially you know when you look at the muslims that are usually around like some of my muslim friends have told me your first wife is usually chosen for you by like the fam then your second third and fourth you'll find that you can go and select them on your own like this this was uh, a friend of mine from like the somali community that was telling me about this and of course doesn't necessarily mean that it happens everywhere but in quite a number of communities cultures and you know groups of people it is something that is practiced and when you think about it it made sense it made a lot of sense back in the day because people wanted to go and select the best uh, fit for the family and the reason why i'm saying why it was a lot better for back in the day and i'm not saying like even right now is because the community structure in a lot of places right now has kind of been broken because people right now aren't about the entire community most people nowadays are about themselves and you know the individual gain and the individual good but the collective gain isn't something that a lot of people are picking up right now and you can blame it on a bunch of different things you know from colonization to you know urban developments corruption blah 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 like you can you can do all sorts of of explanations for that and that's a topic for an entirely different moment but you think about it 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 made sense because two families would come together because they'd see some way to gain and when you'd be finding people it was a case of are they from a good family and for a lot of people who'll who'll talk to their parents and their parents want to you know try and hook them up with somebody aka you know trying to arrange some kind of a hookup which can lead to a marriage they'll usually talk about this statement and you'll hear it quite a lot especially if you're from this part of the world they come from a good family you'll hear that statement a lot and it's because for them when arranged marriages were there back in the day coming from a good family was a big thing because if you're in a community that has a lot of witchcraft or some interesting practices then you wouldn't want your next partner to have come from a family that practices that so you know getting the whole due diligence done by you know your your clan and your family members you know and the rest of the community to make sure that you know it's someone from a good family was pretty essential and it made a lot of sense you know then obviously there's the other natural things that you know come with before civilization's time which were things like you know uh good genetic structure and shit like that like all of that kind of came towards the whole idea of finding the best mate coming from the community that's the arranged marriage but you look at it nowadays 
people look at marriage very differently marriage isn't a special stage that you're passing through in life so that you can get kids and continue the growth of the generation the family the community and so on nowadays people are marrying just because they're in love people are getting married because they would want to be with another person for the rest of their life and you know there's there's the emotional stability security and so on that usually comes with that and frankly you know it it makes the idea of the arranged marriage seem like a bit of a hard pass for a lot of people because it doesn't necessarily address the whole idea of you know having some sort of emotional physical and you know whole satisfaction that you get from somebody that you'd want to be with but i beg to differ i think arranged marriages actually do have bigger pros than cons so when you think about it you know the pros of 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 arranged marriages first of all they have lower divorce and infidelity rates when you actually look at it because there's fewer people from arranged marriages that you will hear getting divorced or having you know widespread cases of infidelity that are just spreading all over which could mean that you know people in arranged marriages are actually way more faithful which is actually a good thing for a lot of women and also for a lot of men because at the end of the day it means that you're getting somebody and this is somebody that you'll actually stick with no fucking around no mucking about so you're probably seeming to gain a little bit more from that then secondly there's a full community support you know they'll always try and help you out because one they did the due diligence for you secondly if you're in some sort of trouble then you guys will kind of sort it all together and it might seem like a bit of a bad thing for a lot of women especially when you look at the whole idea of dealing with in-laws and you know having to bend over to the will of the man but if you actually do end up being a part of an arranged marriage from a pretty good community then you also do stand to gain quite a bit because take for example communities in Rwanda usually look at sex in a very high regard and um i think it's the tutsi community or the or the hutus i'm not entirely sure which one of the two but they actually prioritize sex to the point that you know for you as a man you have to make sure that your woman is pleasured if your woman isn't getting pleasured like she can actually call for a meeting of the family and complain and like bring you up to task and be like why the fuck am i not getting my pleasure like why the fuck am i not you know squirting or coming or some shit and you know it it can work to your advantage it it actually can so in a sense you know the full community support actually works and it does actually lend to the whole lower divorce and infidelity rates because a lot of those issues that will happen between the both of y'all all that will have to happen is both families will be called they'll come together they'll discuss shit you guys can air out your grievances and you know y'all sit down y'all are counseled y'all are told the next steps forward and y'all just move on like it works then you know there's the lack of the character development that you go through when you're busy trying to find quote unquote the one which i think is absolute bullshit you know i've spoken about this whole one nightist thing this idea of finding the one and i've spoken about how crappy it is and well this at least helps you avoid it all entirely if you don't have to go through the whole one in a thousand one in ten thousand or one in a million so in a sense it actually does work but i'm not going to sit down and act like arranged marriages don't come with cons though because they do they actually do so first of all you don't get to choose the kind of person that you end up with in terms of looks and y'all know me i like my women thick i like them to look a certain way you know and and imagine me getting an arranged marriage with some babe with a flat ass i'm not saying that it's a bad thing i'm just saying that 
I probably might not enjoy myself as much. I'll probably keep on looking at the babes with the big asses and I'll be like, yeah, why didn't I get a chance? And I probably don't want that. So, you know, if you like your people to look a certain way, if you're all about looks, then, you know, maybe arranged marriages might not be for you. Although, then again, it could actually work in your favor. Probably it's a really, really fine babe who happens to be, you know, the family friend of, you know, some good family. And you wouldn't have known how to approach her. You wouldn't have known how to hit on her. And the arranged marriage can actually work in your favor. But, you know, that's that's not a very common thing to hear about. Then, secondly, people pretend too much nowadays. Like, you can think that she's from a good family, but she's still gonna be a hoe. Like, it is what it is. I'm not saying that that's always the case, but people pretend a lot more nowadays than they used to before. And, you know, people have embraced hoeing a little bit more. And, you know, as long as they can put up a good face for the fam, then probably, you know, they'll look like a good catch. But the fact that people pretend a lot, the fact that people have faces now for when they leave the house versus when they're in the house, especially with their parents, makes me kind of not want to trust it all that much. And, you know, if I'm actually going to stretch this entire cons list, probably just wishing that I actually had better. Like, you might find that she's all sweet and everything and she's nice and she cooks and cleans and she cares for me as a man and, you know, she treats me really well. And, you know, like, probably she's doing all of that and she's doing it perfectly, but, you know, maybe I'll be like, I wish she had more booty. Like, maybe I'll be wishing that, you know, instead of riding me like uh, a person that's just letting me fuck, you know, maybe she'd be a little bit more dominant and act like a bad bitch in the bedroom you know, except the part where, you know, they deny giving you sex. And probably that could be the only thing. But then again, like the ladies like to say when it comes to sex, it's something that can be taught. But that aside though, that aside though, personal opinion, would I actually go for the arranged marriage versus, you know, character development and just going to choose for myself? Honestly, I would probably choose for myself. I know, like it's a complete contradiction, but let me just explain myself for a little bit. Like, much as I am for the arranged marriage, I'm gonna be honest about something. Like, me going through character development has helped me understand people quite a bit. It's made me shape what it is that I want in somebody that, you know, I'd want to make my wife. And, you know, you could say that what I want might be convoluted or I might not have a proper idea of what a good wife entails and shit. And yes, you could be right about that shit. But at the end of the day, it's helped me know exactly what it is that I want from a woman, exactly what it is that I want from my wife. And honestly, if I didn't know exactly what it is that I wanted in a wife, in a woman that I'd want to spend my life with, in a partner that I'd want to share my life and my possessions and half of my shit with, you know, kind of like a lot of people in the world right now, then I'd probably go with the idea of the arranged marriage because sometimes it's better when other people choose stuff for you because sometimes you don't know exactly what it is that you want up until you actually get it. But then again, I could be wrong, so I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on Instagram, it is at Breakdown on Westside. On Facebook, it is also at Breakdown on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at BagakaTheD. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below, and I will attend to them accordingly. If you are using an app which allows for ratings and reviews, please leave a nice positive one. I do appreciate it quite a bit. It helps the podcast quite a bit. And I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>